Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, a podcast series brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Herb Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. Impacting Jamaica shines the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy. Okay, so we're speaking with Gillian Hyde, the General Manager of Jamaica National Small Business Loans Limited. And uh, Jamaica National Small Business Loans Limited is a subsidiary of the Jamaica National Group. Uh, JNSBL in particular is celebrating 20 years since it first opened its doors. Uh, Gillian, what has been, what has it been like you know, since opening in 2000? Thanks for that, and good afternoon again. So it, it really has been a very milestone, I would say, journey. Um, as Jamaica National saw, it's very important to continue on the mandate of providing greater access to credit and really supporting the financial inclusion strategy for Jamaicans as, as important to ensuring that as a people we continue to develop um, individually, personally, and in our communities and our families develop. And so it really has been an important period for Jamaica National studying the micro environment and delivering services that really would allow some of our most vulnerable and our most underserved segments to access credit. Those persons traditionally would not have been able to get go into a commercial banking setting or any other financial institution and gain access to credit to invest in micro-businesses to really assist them with generating revenues and earning an income for their homes. And so, you know, over the years, we have managed to put in place flexible product offerings with using collateral, collateral um, that our customers have. So these are not necessarily traditional forms of collateral, but we have utilized persons' stove, persons with you know, furniture and fixtures to try to use this as a promise for them to repay us. And, and using that principle, we have dispersed more than 400,000 in loans for a value of 48 billion and our persons have really our customers have really demonstrated a high commitment to repaying and you know this experience has not been an easy one it's it's a journey that we take with our customers because every day is not a good day and so our customers go through a cycle in, in general, it takes them about two to three years before they settle into a good repayment um, history. And so we, we have commitment with our customers. We have committed to them to walking that journey with them and to helping them not only in the good days, but through the difficult days. And certainly today, um, as we reflect on 2020, we know that that certainly has been a journey for us at GM Small Business Loan. So it's a unique time to celebrate our 20th, but an important time, I think, in history for us to 
pivot and for us to take our customers on another phase of the journey. And so um, it really continues to be an interesting time as we serve the micro and small business sectors. Right. So would you say that the introduction of flexible arrangements to qualify for loans that has kept uh, more MSMEs uh, compliant and 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 keep um, you know honoring their loan commitments with the JNSBL. Certainly, it has been an important feature of microfinance in terms of ensuring that our products are flexible enough to allow them to pay according to the cycle that they earn, as well as to allow them to pay in a way that helps them to manage their pocketbook a little better, as well as, importantly, the collateral, allowing them to use something that they own as a promise to pay, just as we would our land, our motor vehicle, our homes, and so on, instead recognizing that they are not there yet, and so many of them have not been able to acquire a home or a motor vehicle, but they have a stove or a fridge um, that they judge as just as important as we would our land or our homes, and so we have allowed them to utilize that. Also, very important to the program has been our efforts, our continued efforts, to partner with different entities to offer guarantees for the loans. And so that allows particularly persons in our small business sector to be able to access credit even though they don't have sufficient tangible collateral. And so it allows us to buy into a program that helps to support the need for that, that collateral. Great. So would you, would you say that you've had a great impact on the MSME sector since you first opened your doors? Certainly. Um, in large part, we have been serving the micro sector. And more recently, in the latter part of our years, we would have begun to invest in the small business sector. And so we continue to learn quite a bit about that sector. We don't get it right every day. But what we're sure of is our commitment to ensuring that we learn more about the sector and we try to work with our partners to ensure that we can deliver what is necessary to help to build that sector. Importantly would be the other elements um, apart from our lending, which is our commitment to helping to empower our clients through financial education, business education, etc. And so through our foundation, really committing to continuing on that commitment to help the client to build their capacity so that they can grow, become more structured, understand how um, registration of businesses help them as an entity, show them how planning affects their growth, and so really trying to expose them to relevant information that can help to support them. And whilst teaching them simple things of how it is that I better manage my debt, when it is that I need to reshape how my financial obligations operate and really trying to expose them to all the tools and the skill sets that will make them stronger. So you've taken a holistic approach to the whole business of lending to yes. small and micro businesses. Certainly. Right, and that, and that has paid a lot of dividends for you. Definitely. I right. would say it has been very, very important um, to ensuring that we build an ecosystem that truly serves the MSMEs.
Right. Would you say you're the market leader at this point? One of the things that I, so there are many of us within the competitive space known as microfinance. However, one of the unique features about Jamaica National is our focus, our heavy, heavy focus on business lending, um, helping the persons to invest in a micro-business that can grow and evolve. And I think that's one of the unique differentiators about us. And so as compared to some other entities which focus a lot on personal lending, we do try to, or larger scale projects, we do try to ensure that we remain very, very focused on building that micro-business customer. And so when we just started, we, we extended loans as low as 5,000. Of course, we know about inflation, so today those loans start at 20000 So it gives you an idea that we're talking about, we're not only talking about small manufacturing outfits, but we're talking about the soup man that you may pass on the corner, about the, the shopkeeper that you may see on the outside of a school gate, um, the small bars that you drive and you pass through in communities. And so we're really talking about a wide cross-section of, of persons and ensuring that they have access to credit. Another thing that I would want to point out that, you know, really differentiates us is our, is our ability and our commitment to the micro-entrepreneur to ensure that they start a relationship with a commercial bank. And so... All our micro-entrepreneurs have to open a savings account with a commercial bank so that the loans can um, be dispersed in there. Of course, we utilize our Jamaica National Bank. And so we ensure that they start to develop that attitude of saving with a view of building on that as they grow. Okay, excellent. So you're incorporating other elements of the JN Group into the whole, um, into the in, into your approach to lending to small and the micro businesses. That's correct. And through our insurance companies, both Jane Life and Jane General Insurance, we try to increase the risk coverage for our clients um, by making sure that those 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 assets that they are using are protected through our peril coverage as well as um, that they have creditalized insurance that protects them in the event of or should there be any issues. And so we will be growing on that as well and trying to gain even greater access to improved risk coverage for our clients, for their lives and for their assets. I think, I think by focusing on businesses instead of the personal side of loans, that, that for you is more sustainable. That does have greater risk, but that's what holds true to our mission of really trying to improve the quality of Jamaicans. And so that's a very important part of what, what we do. I must add that over the years, so you know, we, tradit- we were previously a building society, so we didn't have access to all types of financial services. And so you found that a Jamaica National, a GN Small Business Loans client would sometimes have to go to another entity to get their, their personal facilities. Over the last couple of years, we've introduced other products that have allowed us 
to support the advancement of our customers as they too invest in a home and want to um, upgrade certain facilities. And so we've been able to support that as well as to for those who were traditionally walking or taking the bus, for those that needed to invest in a motor car, we're very proud that we've been able to extend that support to them as well. And so whilst we are building them and building their micro and small businesses, we're also trying to advance their overall well-being. A lot of them have been able to take loans to send their children to school. So that's something that we're very, very, very proud of. Is there is there any particular industry that you have a, a bias towards? No, no bias towards any particular. You do see a lot of, in the microenvironment, you will see a lot of retail and distribution type businesses. We're very happy. When we just started, probably about 90% of the portfolio was to retail and distribution segments. However, over the years, we have seen that shift, and so we're seeing more and more diversity in terms of the loans to services, also to persons in the transportation sector, as well as manufacturing and agriculture. We've gone through quite a bit of history when it comes on to agriculture, which we know um, takes on even more significant risk. We're very proud of a program that we partnered through the Ministry of Economic Growth and Job Creation, powered by the IDB, to extend a, extend a special agricultural loan that would assist, not agricultural, climate change loan, that assisted our tourism and agri-sector entrepreneurs to invest and mitigate against climate change. And so that's something we're proud of, as well as we, we, we do have a passion for tourism, we do recognize that tourism is very important to us as an island country and to the assets that we have in Jamaica. And so we partnered through the Tourism Enhancement Fund to extend special support to that sector. And that's an ongoing relationship and something that remains very important um, to Jamaica National. How, how has that been going at this point? So we know that 2020 really has been a, a unique year. Um, a different year, and it has had a significant impact on everybody, um, particularly our, our tourism industry, which really has literally been on pause, um, with some instances during 2020 being totally on, on, on pause, where you had no visitors arriving to the island. And so it really has had a massive impact. We've worked through the TF to ensure that we can extend um, special programs to them, moratoriums um, on their loans, and really working with them to see how some of them can pivot. Some of our transport operators who would have been in the tourism sector, really seeing how they can transform to deliver within the current concept, knowing that we have not yet stabilized. We have. We are still not seeing the inflows from different territories, as some persons remain closed or semi-closed. And so, the tourism industry really continues to be significantly impacted. And of course, that will roll over into the loans that we are currently managing. But we do believe that tourism will recover as the world stabilizes. But that is going to take some time. And so. 
we internally as financial institutions have to think through carefully how we ride that tide and how we get through this difficult time as we wait on that industry to stabilize, which of course is waiting on the world to stabilize. And so we really are looking to that vaccine program as we continue to manage all the different protocols that we have put in place. But importantly, the vaccine program will allow for a lot more possibilities within those and improvements within that segment. Impacting Jamaica was brought to you by the Port Authority of Jamaica, Carib Cement, and the Sajikor Foundation. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email at impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you. You join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Stitcher, or on Deezer. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com. Impacting Jamaica is powered by Grace Kennedy.